0: Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 305 Drive-By Problem Solver. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. I saw Jurassic World over the weekend, and in some ways, it was my favorite Jurassic Park movie yet. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share lessons I learned in the cold with an empty tank of gas. Well, happy Monday to you. I hope that you had a great weekend, a great Independence Day for those of you celebrating that here in the United States. And uh, whatever you did over the weekend, I hope that you had a good time with friends and family and that it was safe and fun. And I'm glad you're back here for today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And I want to do something today that I forgot to do on Friday, even though it was in my notes, even though it was staring me right in the face. I totally skipped over the fun fact of the day for Friday. And for those of you who were really looking forward to those fun facts about fireworks, I'll tell you what, I've got them for you here today. Here's what I had for you on Friday and completely dropped the ball on. So here's some more fun facts about fireworks. The word for firework in Japanese is hanabi, which actually means fire flower. The hardest color to create is blue, which is done with copper oxidizers. The temperature of the reaction has to be just right to do that. Orange is the easiest color to make for fireworks, and up until the Middle Ages, fireworks were only orange and white, and of course now they come in a variety of colors. In order to make each color, different metals are used. We already said that copper is used to make blue, but here are the other colors and their metals. Green is barium. Orange is calcium. Yellow is sodium. White is aluminum and titanium. And red is lithium salts and strontium salt. And, this is interesting, if you gathered all the fireworks Americans will set off... Over the weekend of the 4th of July, they'd weigh more than the Statue of Liberty, cost more than a Powerball jackpot, and release more energy than 100,000 bolts of lightning. That's pretty cool stuff. Sorry I forgot to give it to you on Friday, but hey, you got it now, better late than never, right? All right. well, I want to invite you to be a part of this week's Friday Forum where I promise not to forget the fun fact of the day. So you can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or head over to com slash feedback where you can either type out an email contribution or upload an audio file or use our SpeakPipe widget So, tap into all those ways that you can send in a Friday Forum contribution and share the stuff that you've learned with all of us this Friday. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. The year was 1996. It was the middle of winter. I was a sophomore at the University of Central Oklahoma, and I was working part-time at a local bookstore. I was probably making around $7 an hour, which was above minimum wage. Minimum wage was $4.75, but still not a whole lot of money. Like many college students down through the ages, I was a poor college student. Most of my meals involved noodles, and those noodles were often of the ramen variety. I'm not complaining though. I loved my life. I enjoyed my job, I had a good roommate, I had a girlfriend, and life was easy. It was simple. However, I was living paycheck to paycheck, and it was not uncommon for my car to be running on fumes by the time payday rolled around again. Fortunately, I never ran out of gas entirely, except for one cold winter night in 1996. I knew that my tank was getting dangerously low. I knew that I'd been pressing my luck. However, payday had arrived and I could finally afford to put some gas in my car. The nearest gas station was only three-quarters of a mile away, and most of that trip was downhill. But still, I was very nervous as I got into my car, and I was hoping that I had enough gas to get to the top of the hill, which was a mere one-quarter mile away from my starting point. By the way, these measurements are exact thanks to Google Earth, I can now go over there and look it up. Unfortunately, I did not have enough gas to get me to the top of the hill just over two hundred yards away from the top of the hill my car sputtered and died and i could not get it restarted the road i was on was a pretty busy road and my car was in a really bad spot so i couldn't leave it there i needed to get it to a side street and of course the nearest side street was at the top of the hill now my car was a small two-seater 1984 ford exp and although it wasn't a big car It was still a car. I mean, pushing a car by yourself is no easy task. Pushing a car by yourself uphill is an even harder task. Pushing a car by yourself uphill while trying to also steer the car is an almost impossible task. Add on to that that it was dark and near freezing, and you get an all-around time of no fun in the least. With my left hand on the driver's side door frame and my right hand on the steering wheel, I dug in my feet and began pushing as hard as I could. Gravity's hold began to loosen and the car slowly moved forward. I pushed and steered, pushed and steered, and before long I had moved the car a good 20 or maybe 30 feet. And then I saw shadows. Now shadows could mean only one thing. A car was coming up behind me. I paused and looked behind me to make sure the car realized that I was blocking part of the road. The car pulled beside me on the passenger side and the window rolled down. A very warm and able-bodied looking man asked me if everything was okay. I told him that I had run out of gas and I was trying to get my car to the top of the hill and out of the way. Now what happened next may surprise you. I know it surprised me. He said, "'Well, looks like you're almost there. Good luck.' And he drove off. I couldn't believe it. I mean, who does that? Who stops to ask someone if they need help, learns that that person does need help, and then leaves them? Here's what I learned. The rest of what happened that night is a blur. I know that I eventually got my car to the top of the hill. I know that I eventually got gas in the car. I know that I finally warmed up and I regained feeling in my fingers. However, I don't remember any details of any of those things. What I remember is the struggle. What I remember is the hope I felt when I saw headlights. What I remember is the despair and disappointment I felt when those headlights became taillights. What I remember is the feeling of being alone to face my problem. What I'm sure of is that all of us face challenges in life. Sometimes our challenges are found on a cold street joined by nothing but a car with an empty gas tank. But sometimes our challenges are found when we discover a lump, or a doctor speaks words that we never wanted to hear. Sometimes our challenges are found by breaking off a relationship, losing a job, or via the grip of an addictive substance. No matter the way a challenge comes, it is a challenge. And if we face that challenge alone, it can be a cold, excruciating, lonely, and numbing experience. So there are two options. One, go it alone. Give it your best and push to the top of the hill. However the truth is, we can't always make it to the top alone. So option two is to get help. Be brave enough to reach out for help. Be willing to share what got you to where you're at And identify where you need to go be ready to put in the effort to get you to that destination but here's the real lesson for today don't be a drive by problem solver don't be that guy who acts like he's interested in helping and then drive off offering positive words was not what I needed that night what I needed was someone to get out into the cold with me to get their hands dirty to lend me their strength and to help guide me to the top of the hill. So let this story serve as a reminder to every single one of us that if we truly want to make the world a better place, we do that by impacting the lives of people in a positive way. We do that by not just saying words, but by rolling up our sleeves and showing action. There are people all around us that need a helping hand. They may reach the top of the mountain alone, but it will be a whole lot better if they have a friend for their journey. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com/slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com/slash subscribe. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.